Welcome back to the Pastors of Pain show. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, that's that's how I'm going to Wichita, and I'm not. Welcome back to the uh, again the Pastors of Pain show here in Pain County, America, the Red Dirt Riviera. We are just two humble pastors shepherding the flock in Payne County, America. I'm Father Kerry Wakulich, pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center on the corner of Miller and Knobloch. And my sidekick here, my co-pilot, you used that one time with me. God is my (laughs) co-pilot. Is my amigo, Father Brian O'Brien. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. It is. We're very glad you're here. Happy summer and happy Pentecost. Yes. 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 This is the weekend. Pentecost weekend. The Holy Spirit coming down upon Mary and the Apostles. Boom. Yeah. Get in. Jump in the early chapters of Acts of the Apostles. I like that Pentecost is is a is a is a Jewish feast day ahead of time of the Feast of First Fruits. Yeah. yeah. And so the the first fruits of the resurrection of Jesus are here. Yep. Of the 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 gifts of the Holy Spirit being come down upon them in the upper room. Mm. I I love that. I just it's just a beautiful time to like bringing Easter sort of to this you know triumphant close it's getting closer and closer to the close yeah it's getting closer easter season and then we're going back to ordinary time wow it's happening the end of uh, easter is beautiful i love the season i thought it was a lent that never ended this easter season's gone on i I want easter to be forever you know it is kind of forever. but you can't you, you don't experience the joy of easter without the great season of Lent yeah, no, Lent, yeah, Lent definitely helps you enjoy a better, have a better Easter. You got to give it up a little bit mm-hmm. in order to receive. But um, yeah, so it's Pentecost, and I love Pentecost. Uh, I was uh, my I was ordained on the vigil of Pentecost, a deacon or a priest as a priest, and then celebrated my first mass as a priest uh, on Pentecost Sunday. Wow, is that why your ordination cards have the Holy Spirit on them? It is. It is. Wow, that is correct. It's the uh, the dove of the Holy Spirit, which is the one and only uh, kind of colored window in St. Peter's Basilica. Oh, it's alabaster. It's actually it? not stained glass. It's alabaster. That's pretty sweet. But in all of St. Peter's, I mean, you'd think like St. Peter's, like sort of the you know the Mondo Catholic Church of the world, no stained glass. Just that one image of the dove of the Holy Spirit, which is over. The chair of the altar of the That's chair right. of St. Peter. Uh, who is it? Was it? Uh, Google that. Google that. There's chair, a chair of St. Peter window. Have you ever seen the, Holy Spirit. the Symbolon episode where they talk about the, the Holy Spirit and they they say why the Holy Spirit window is there? No, and, why and is they, it there? They say it's so the chair of Peter is back there. Yep. And so first the Holy Spirit. Which has a literal chair that St. Peter sat in in the altar, just so you know. Yeah, so it's got like the four doctors of the church. It's got Augustine, Athanasius, um, maybe Cyril of Jerusalem. Oh, I've never looked um, at it that close. Maybe um, Moses. 
no, Moses is not holding up the chair of Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the four guys? So anyway, there's four people holding it up. So he, he explains it is that the Holy Spirit's light first falls on Peter, the leader of the church and the successor of the apostles. Ah, yeah. And, and so he, he is the the that which holds the church together um, for Christ here on earth. And then the, the doctors of the church oh. are holding the chair of Peter up and then flowing out the Holy Spirit then falls upon the altar where the Eucharist is celebrated. And then the Holy Spirit falls upon the people of God and then goes out to the world. Ambrose, I'm looking it up. Ambrose, Augustine, John Chrysostom, and Athanasius. Oh, so East and West, the four doctors yeah. of the church. Yeah. Ooh. I got to. I got wow, I never really looked at it that close. It's pretty sweet because it's That's got like amazing. this cloud with a sort of cherubim. Yeah. So look up. It's a beautiful, yeah, beautiful window. But it all is is pointing us, right? Windows, we don't worship windows. We, the window points us to a larger reality, just like our statues in our church, right? That statue up there is not, you know, is not St. Paul, but it points us to and reminds us of, man, St. Paul was awesome and I want to be like him. Um, and so on this Feast of Pentecost or Solemnity of Pentecost, pointing us to the Holy Spirit. So what, like, what, what is the Holy Spirit? Oh, well, I got, I got an idea. I got an idea. Or better yet, who is the Holy oh. Spirit? Don't be asking what. Really? The Holy, well, the Holy What's Spirit, the difference between who and what? The Holy Spirit, what is like a, you know, what is this? Oh, that's my phone, right? Well, who is that? You wouldn't say, who, you know, who is that? That's my phone. No, who is a, is a person, Oh, like I see with, a person in the distance walking over, you wouldn't say, and you wave that? at you wave at them, and yeah. I say, "What's that?" You say, "Who's that?" Right? That's a person. That's a, so. The, so the Holy Spirit is a person, a divine, a divine person, not like you and me. Okay, but is a is a person. So anyway, that's just a little distinction. It's not so like what is the Holy Spirit? It's who. It, it, and w- do we hear that in the prayers from the from Pentecost Mass? Uh, because kind of do, yeah. But yeah. We, because it's the the prayers. I I love the prayers of the liturgy, because in the prayers of the liturgy, and the parts of the liturgy are both the doctrine, the education in who is the who, and then also the defense of faith, like the creed, which I have. We're gonna have to probably go to in a minute because the uh the that the Holy Spirit was added to the creed. Well, and even like the, you know, so we do this at, at Pentecost mass, we have what's called the sequence. So this is a, like a liturgical thing that only happens a couple times a year, but it's right after the second reading between the second reading mm-hmm. and the gospel, we have the sequence and it's, it's called the Vene Sancte Spiritus. Yeah. And what's the opening line? Come Holy Spirit, come Vene Sancte Spiritus, come. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, we're, we're talking to someone when we say come, right? If I say to you, I wouldn't say to like my phone or to my car, come here, car, mm-hmm. get over here. No, it, it needs a person to operate it. So come Holy Spirit, come. Um, come Father of the poor, come source of all our store, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You'll hear it on Pentecost. It's awesome. Um, so that's just one of the one of the prayers that we, that we say. But here's the, this is the opening, the opening prayer uh, for Pentecost Mass is gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh God, who by the mystery of today's great feast Sanctify your whole church and every people and nation. Pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth. And with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, fill now once more the hearts of believers. Woo! That's rocking. Whoa. That's rocking. Okay, so the Holy Spirit, 
is not something that the church invented. Like, oh, uh, you know, kind of to balance this equation out, we need three because three is really good. The Holy Spirit has always been. And I love, you know, in the creed, when we say the, the Nicene Creed on Sundays, um, the peace, the part of the Holy on the Holy Spirit comes towards the end. It says, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, mm-hmm. who proceeds from the Father and the Son. Maybe we could get into that a little bit. Okay. What does that mean? Who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. And this is this is the line that's really struck me lately. Who has spoken through the prophets. So it's, oh, not, right. so it's not like the Holy Spirit just... Sh- showed up on Pentecost. <laughs> like the day before Pentecost there was no Holy Spirit and then like the Holy Spirit was born and then showed up. Hey, how's it going? Um no 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 the Holy Spirit has been this whole time. I mean there's there's references to the Spirit in the Old Testament. And I think we we lose we miss that sometimes. And, and what what do you know what heresy that that protects us from? Cuz we we maybe maybe we need to teach people a lot of few Heresies we could do a whole thing on heresies. The b- modalism—that's really yeah. that defends us from modalism. Modalism is like, uh, as one of my classmates said, it's like um, God is the body, and there's He Man many faces. So, like He Man many faces, you could change the face of He Man to three different faces. Oh, right. And modalism that. is easy to remember because it's people are going to have to look He Man many faces. Modalism, because they say, oh, the Old Testament was the time of the Father. The New Testament is the time of the Son. And post-New Testament, oh, right. the time of the church is the Holy Spirit. And you're like... As if, yeah, as if the, the Father and the Son are like... Disappear. We're going to go to the back seat. You drive. Uh-huh. We'll no. just disappear. Like, no. as if we never existed. Right. Like that football game you went when to. When people and, say, I'm more of a Holy Spirit guy. What? Over the Father and the Son? Not good. So the Holy Spirit, you're saying, in the creed is there to say... That for all time and for every moment, the Holy Spirit has been, what did you say? Been talking through the prophets. Yeah, he has spoken through the prophets is what we say in the, in the Nicene Creed. So in the, in the Old Testament, when the, when the people were like, I should write this down, it's the Holy Spirit speaking to well, them. Well, how do we even get the Bible, right? I mean, how, the, the, that the scriptures were written down and compiled, right? Is, that's the, there's the Holy Spirit working in those, in those human authors— yeah. Speaking God's word through, you know, through them. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit is not a sort of a new on Pentecost, like, yay, finally, the Holy Spirit is here. No, no, no. Now, did the Holy Spirit manifest himself in a new way? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's where God, you know, that God is constantly revealing himself to us. And so we have, you know, if you start in, at the beginning of the, if, if you read, you know, the opening of the scriptures, you read Genesis through the kind of the um the um, Pentateuch? Uh, what's the the Pentateuch, thank you. <laughs> Goodness. Um, you read your mind. You know, you don't you don't you don't see a mention of Jesus. You don't see a mention of the second person of the Trinity. You see kind of vague references to the Spirit. You know, so God breathes on the waters. Yeah, well that spirit descends. Um and so we have this the the revelation of God as Father kind of comes first. And then when we get into the New Testament, God revealing himself in the second person of the Trinity as the Son, as Jesus Christ, Correct. the Messiah. And then at Pentecost, the, the third person of the Blessed Trinity, uh, the Holy Spirit, is is revealed in a kind of in a bigger way. So we see this kind of gradual revelation right. of of who God is, but it's not God is not changing. It's not like 
the Holy Spirit wasn't around. Jesus wasn't around. But God has revealed. Yeah, like Jesus' baptism. We know that the theophany there is the Father's voice, the Son is in the water, and the Spirit descends upon him. But what's interesting is all through through history, and especially if you go back kind of to the early church, and when I say early church, kind of fourth, fifth century, third, third, fourth, fifth century, there were those who denied that the Holy Spirit was God. So they were not we, we as, as as Christians, and to be a Christian, to be in the strict sense, you must be Trinitarian. Yes. So coming up, right? Not only do we have the Solemnity of Pentecost that we celebrate this weekend, Trinity Sunday, um, <gasps> but then Trinity Sunday. You know, and so the tr- the Trinity is we believe in God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This manifests itself. I mean, in very practical ways, right? If you if you've been baptized, mm-hmm. you have to be baptized w- with water. And in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. If you're just baptized in the name of the Father, we would say you're not really baptized. If you're just baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're not really baptized. Yeah. You have to have the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that God reveals himself in these three persons in this familial relationship of the Trinity. Uh, and so what the, these kind of early in the, the, her, the heresy is called Macedonianism. Uh, let me guess. It's from um, South Dakota. Yeah. No, <laughs> from Yugoslavia. No, it's like actually a guy named Macedonius. Uh, what? Not, it's not the place. Macedonia. Oh, it's not from a country or the a guy, place. The guy Macedonian. Really? He was in Constantinople in the fourth century. Someone told me one time that I was like, yeah, it's part of the Aryan heresy. And they're like the Nazis. I was like, no, <laughs> No, no, no. no. Earlier, a- earlier than that. Arius, a guy. So yeah. Macedonianism is not named after the heretics it's named that after lived Macedonius. in Macedonius. <laughs> okay, tell me what. I- yeah, tell anyway, me what it's. A- so the 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 other name because if you you can associate it with him, but they're also called Pneumaticians. New, pneuma like spirit. P so oh, like P N. W- yeah, like like P N E U M A. T-O-M-A-C-I-G-C-H-I. Where we get pneumonia from, or pneumatology, right, or the, pneumatics. Yeah, the spirit. Bre- if, you have breathing, if you have breathing problems, right? You got pneumonia. Like pneumonia, right? So pneumaticians were those who denied the divinity of the Holy Spirit. Did they, did they think there was a Holy Spirit and then just said, well, we deny that it's divine, or I, was there a Holy Spirit? No, I mean, I think they, I think they, they were reading, reading scriptures in such a way that they saw the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, as you'll see it kind of written in those days, as a as a cre- as a creature, not as the Creator. Mm, okay. Um. So as a creature, or some places it shows that like the Holy Spirit was more of like a uh, an angel that ministers, sort of a helper. And because they, you know, in the in the New Testament, like the Holy Spirit is talked about as an advocate. Oh. And so they were they were making the argument falsely that. The Holy Spirit is not God, but that the Holy Spirit is a creation of God that helps, you know, do what God wants to do. And that's the heresy. As opposed to being God himself. A divine person. Right. So there's, they would say there's the Father is God, the Son is God, but the Holy Spirit is not God. And these are the Macedonians. The Macedonian heresy or they all can also be called pneumaticians. Pneumaticians. Yep. Spirit. So they got smacked down by uh, awesome people like uh, Gregory of Nyssa. Oh, you yeah. Can, you can read up on that. 
there was a big uh, proclamation at the first council of Constantinople. I know everyone out there is <laughs> probably doing that for your summer, <laughs> summer your, reading, your summer reading. <laughs> first council of Constantinople in 381. Right. Uh, is, and is, it was all about the good stuff. It's all about the Holy spirit heresies, Tr- the people trying to divide the Trinity. And it gets into that modalism that you yeah. talked about that the, the father and the, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are are kind of dis, dis, you know separate creatures, uh, or or that the Holy Spirit is not God, and that's no good. Yeah, it's it, it gets kind of weird, that. especially like in modalism when it gets weird. Like, who is Jesus talking to on the cross when he says, "Into your hands, Father, I commend my spirit." You're like, is he just talking to his imagination? And then how does the Holy Spirit just show up if the Son dies? So the, there's a <laughs> heresies. Heresies drag us away from the divine life that God's calling us but to live. The hard part, I mean, in this, I remember like taking like my Trinity class in seminary, and like it makes your head hurt. I mean, when when you get into like Trinitarian theology, because we don't have like a really like when we talk about the moral law, right? We have some real definitive ways to talk about that. When it comes to the Trinity, though. When we when we refer to the, to the Trinity as a mystery, it's not that it can't be known at all, but it can't be fully known. And so, when something can't be fully known, we have a hard time talking about it. And so that's why you, you I mean, this always happens like around Trinity Sunday. There's always lots of jokes that at some point your priest or your deacon who's ever given the homily, <laughs> like probably at some point in there, he's going to say something heretical, uh, but not on purpose. Like trying to explain the Trinity is like water, you know, where uh, it can be it can be ice, it can be a liquid, or it can be a gas. Or the Trinity right. is like the three leaf clover. Right. The, it's 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 all on one stem, but each with their distinct part. Right. I get that. All of those. Like someone who is a someone who's a who's a father. Right. You can be, you're the father of a of a of a child. You're also the son of your father and like you're married. Like you have all, you know, you're one person, but you, you're a father and you're a son and you're a husband. Like, Those are all, all lead to errors. <laughs> so you can't, so over the years people have tried, oh, it's like a triangle. Okay. Or it's like the heat of a sword. It's both the heat, the fire and the warmth. So you get into all those things, right? And all of those kind of get you moving in the direction, but all of them fall short. Right. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. So it gets difficult to talk about the Trinity, and it gets difficult to talk about the Holy Spirit. I like that triangle. It was on the outside of the seminary in Denver, and it had the F for Father, and it was a triangle. In each corner, it said F, H, and S, and it had G in the middle for God. And it said, it said, it had a line going to each of them that says is, is, and is out of God. And then it had a line that said, is not from the Father to the Son. Oh, yeah. The Father is not the Son. The Son is not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is not the Father and vice versa. Well, so, okay, what else you got for us? What well, are the heresies? So I, I would encourage you, uh, if you want to know more about the Holy Spirit, there are, one, there are wonderful books. John Paul II wrote a lot of St. John Paul II, whose 100th birthday we just celebrated. Yeah, wow. 20th. That was awesome. I love him. Yeah. He wrote a um, an encyclical on the Holy Spirit that, that I recommend. But then, good old trusty Catechism of the Catholic Church. Written by John Paul II, it's too. It's just hard to go. go wrong. 
And so you get to uh, paragraph 687 is where it starts. Okay. And it's uh, in the section part one about the creed. And what we say in the creed, as we mentioned earlier, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, but the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. The Catechism of the Catholic Church is going to go through that in great detail, starting at paragraph 687. Actually, starting at paragraph, sorry, 683. 683. And it goes through the scriptural references, um, a lot of uh, the church fathers, Irenaeus, Gregory of Nazianzus, uh, who else? So we got awesome scripture, right? 1 Corinthians 12, 13, Galatians 4, 6, uh, 1 Corinthians 2, 11, John 16. Um, but this is paragraph 688. And Are you, this, will, this, when you stop it, when you say, this is paragraph, you're about to drop some thunder. So paragraph 688 of the Catechism on, of the Catholic Church. Me is about about the Holy Spirit and is I think is very, very telling. The Church, a communion living in the faith of the apostles which she transmit, is the place where we know the Holy Spirit. And here's what we know about the Holy Spirit. Okay. There's like ten things. <laughs> we know the Holy Spirit in the scriptures that he inspired. Okay. We know the Holy Spirit in the tradition to which the church fathers are always timeless witnesses. So that's Gregory of Nyssa, Irenaeus, Augustine. We know the Holy Spirit in the church's magisterium, which he assists, so that the Holy Spirit continues to guide the church in, okay. her, in her teaching. We know the Holy Spirit in the sacramental liturgy through its words and symbols in which the Holy Spirit puts us into communion with Christ. So if you come to Mass, listen to the number of references to the Holy Spirit in the Mass. They're all over the place. Go to a baptism, the Holy Spirit all over it. Go to a confirmation, certainly, the Holy Spirit all over it. Or even weddings. There's, there's weddings, little... there's a reference to the Holy reference to the Holy Spirit, certainly an ordination uh-huh. uh, of a deacon or a priest. Um, I not have not been to enough funerals. You've been to like 70 funerals, of them. I mean, a funeral, if it's a funeral mass, then there's references to the Holy Spirit. Okay. Anyway, good stuff. Okay, more. Um, we know the Holy Spirit in prayer, where he intercedes for us. How about that? We know the Holy Spirit in charisms and ministries by which the church is built up. So if you look at something out in the church that is a successful movement, a successful um, kind of effort, right? You can be sure that the Holy Spirit is, is guiding it. Now, we can still mess it up. Yeah. Make no mistake. That's, that's right? a good way to say it. We can still is mess it up. Is the Holy Spirit with my parish, St. Francis Xavier? The answer is Yes. Can I or parishioners screw that up? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and I frequently do, and I apologize right? <laughs> for, for any time that I've fallen short. It's of, it's of my own my own human weakness or not, not following the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Okay, two more. We know the Holy Spirit in the signs of apostolic and missionary life. Okay. So we see that, in, in, especially in missionaries. And then finally, and this might be my favorite, we know the Holy Spirit in the witness of the saints through whom he manifests his holiness and continues the work of salvation. Okay. We know the Holy Spirit in the lives of the saints. I just love that. So the Holy Spirit is everywhere, rocking it, just dominating. That, that is true. The, the prayer at the beginning of the divine liturgy, when they stand at the entrance of the church, the prayer that begins the liturgy is, O heavenly king, the comforter, the spirit of truth, who is Ooh. 
everywhere present and fillest all things, treasury of blessings and giver of life. Everywhere present. Everywhere present and filling all things. Whoa. Treasury of blessings and giver of life. I also like the part in the Catechism 691 where it talks about the names, the names of the Holy Spirit. Uh, let me let me guess some. Let me, ooh, let me guess some. Uh, yeah, the, no. uh, the advocate. Advocate. Advocatus. The, 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 the paraclete. Um, the paraclete, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, the panuma, the dove. Uh, we just, get into symbols. Symbols comes next. Oh, so paraclete, advocate, paraclete, advocate. Uh, 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 I, um, the spirit of truth, spirit of truth. Ooh, come You're on. Dominating oh, paragraph six ninety two right now. Oh, There's one more. Come on. come on. Uh, give me a first letter. C. Uh, the comforter, consoler. Ah, yes. Nicely done. Well, Coolidge. Nicely done score so then symbols of the holy spirit water dove anointing fire Mm -hmm. cloud oh yeah light uh the seal so like in confirmation that the father has the father has set a seal uh john that's john chapter 6 referencing a little second corinthians uh the hand jesus heals the sick and blesses little children by laying hands on them so we see that in ordination. I've never thought of the Holy Spirit and the hand. Picked paragraph 699. Okay, The got letter it. to the Hebrews lists the imposition of hands among the funda- fundamental okay. elements of its teaching. The finger. The finger of God. Yeah, that's uh, paragraph 700. It's by the finger of God that Jesus cast out demons. Or the writing on Luke, the wall. Luke 11, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the dove, 701. There you go. Those are, the, those are the symbols and then the titles. Symbol, yep, symbols and titles. Oh my gosh! This ca- I could just read this for days on days on days. Yeah, the, the I love the catechism. <laughs> it's really good. It's rich. I I find that when I when I take a little section of it and I read it, it like this instruction helps my prayer life out. So it, you know it, because gives you, like, it gives you some kindling to to pray oh, about. Man. Another good one, I Is think that people a fire reference kindling. Yeah, it was good job. So another good one is Basil Saint Basil. On the Holy Spirit. Yes. It's a little book. What yes. It's 110, 120 pages. Yeah. Order it. If you want to, if you want to like in these days after Pentecost, grow in a little more deeper relationship with the, with the Holy Spirit, which everybody should, but also go get to know who the Holy Spirit is and not just what, it's not just a clump of matter. It's the Holy Spirit, a divine person. Now, I think what it, what's, what troubles sometimes um, people is the Holy Spirit is, is sort of less, seems to be kind of less tangible than the father and the son i i don't feel that way no no because remember when we people have a hard time kind of putting their head around well maybe maybe because we've um we've uh relegated the sacrament of confirmation to i'm agreeing to be catholic the rest of my life remember the word confirmation and the word the the word confirmation and the word confirmation in english are not the same thing one is i'm agreeing to something confirming i'm calling in to confirm i'm going to be at a restaurant confirming my reservation confirmation is the word confirme to strengthen to fortify yes and and so when we when we just think oh uh i don't want to get confirmed because i'm not sure if i want to be catholic no that's not what you're doing you're receiving that sevenfold gifts of the holy spirit that's why we can can and a lot of places are moving towards confirming kids younger. Yeah, like my dad received baptism, confirmation, first Holy Communion as a baby, as a baby in the Eastern Church yeah. in the yeah. Greek Catholic Church. And, and this is the, the the gifts when they come alive. I remember when we you know when we talked about priesthood last uh, last um, episode. 
I tell you, the number one, I said, you said things that influence your priesthood, the sacrament of confirmation at Camp Humphrey, South Korea. Oh. I got confirmed, and I received the Holy Spirit and those gifts uh, at Camp Humphreys, and something changed. Yep. Like big time, something you. changed. And I went to confession, got my soul cleaned out in preparation, and man, did these gifts just start opening up. And so there's a, um, the, if you Google Knights of Columbus, Gifts of the Holy Spirit, the, a Dominican priest has put together uh, a work by, and basically taken like St. Thomas, St. Thomas Aquinas and all the philosophy and the theology of uh, of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Holy Spirit and unpacks them. So when people say, oh, the, the, the Holy Spirit is not very tangible, you can see it by its fruits. There and so is. fruits come alive. If you're a cruel, mean person, or maybe you, like somebody you don't like, you are loving them, and those fruits of kindness come out, the Holy Spirit's there. If wow. you're if you're having trouble like being patient and you become very gentle with other people, fruit of the Holy Spirit, boom, that's the Holy Spirit there because that's not our natural inclination. I love that. Our natural inclination is standing dropkick people. <laughs> I like to say I wanna I just wanted to punch that person in the face, but the Holy Spirit said, "Don't love them. Give them Consoler. a hug." Wow. So it's Pentecost, um, and I just hope y- you will. Not not just on Pentecost, but all throughout the year, call up, calling upon the Holy Spirit. Do not forget about the awesome third person of the Trinity. Yeah, pray a novena this week if you didn't pray it last. And in fact, to say that the Holy Spirit is not God, we'd say is a heresy and has been for wrong fifteen hundred years. Yeah, it's been a heresy forever. Dumb, <laughs> dumb Pneumatikians, <laughs> Macedonians. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wow. Come Holy Spirit. Amen, brother. All right, so we're heading into uh, the month of June, heading into the summer. We hope everyone will uh, come to Mass if you can. Uh, And if you can't, we're we're rocking it online. Yeah. Um, And we just hope to have everybody back full strength very soon. Yep, we'll be having Masses starting up on Sundays at St. John Catholic Student Center as well. So check the calendar, catholicpokes.com, for your Mass times nearby. Come Holy Spirit. God bless you. Peace.